This is the Premeditated Mother Podcast, a place for moms who want to be more intentional with how they spend their time and their life. It all starts with you. This is episode three, how to fail as a mom. What is up, guys? How have you been? So I have something to confess to you guys. I am a failure. Yep, I failed. I uh, went on vacation last week and I failed to put this podcast on. So I apologize to anybody that I let down, but it was amazing to have family vacation pretty much technology free. And if you haven't done that, I highly suggest you try it. It's amazing. So for today, I have a couple of blog posts that I am going to read to you guys, some of my most popular ones, and I hope that it adds some value into your life. Before I get into them, I do have to add that if you do not blog or have a journal or keep some sort of record of your day-to-day life, of your thoughts and feelings, even of your failures, I highly recommend that you start. Even if you do it once a month, write down how you're feeling, write down what you're going through. It is amazing the inspiration that I can see in my words as I look back on old posts or old entries in my journal. Whatever you do, don't worry about having it be perfect and don't worry about being judged. Do it for you. All right, I'm going to get into this now. This first one is called How to Overcome Mom Failure. I am a failure. Yesterday morning, I got up, read my scriptures, prayed for patience, a daily thing, went for my run, and by the time I came back, I felt great. However, as soon as Boston woke up and made one wrong move, I found myself yelling at him. I failed as a mom. Yesterday, I failed to remember the precious gifts my kids are. But I picked myself back up, remembered the promptings I felt as I prayed, and decided not to go down that path. Yesterday, I chose to be that mom who doesn't let crazy emotions get the best of me. But most of the time, I fail. I fail because I know I can be better. There are times when I learn amazing lessons from the sweet little boys I get to call my sons. Those lessons are usually hidden in little gems of nonchalant talk that I don't pay attention to when I'm quote unquote busy or when I get into my mind that they're really little monsters. I fail big time at not giving my kids enough of my time. I am here for them. I am mom. They shouldn't have to be scolded just because they want my attention for another cool trick they learned. I fail at not being a better example in faith. I read my scriptures on my phone and put away all my other journaling so they won't mess with them. I pray most of the time in hidden places because that's the only quiet I can find. I fail at teaching them to speak kind to one another. I yell at them for yelling at me or each other. It breaks my heart to see them learn that from me. I fail to stop and just be with them. When Boston wants to be held or Walker needs to be carried, I often think of myself as just their personal servant, nothing more. I fail to see 
that that is exactly what I'm here to do, to serve and to love. I fail a lot, but as I fail, I learn. I learn to be better. I choose to be the mom they need instead of the mom I wish to be. To all you mamas who feel like failures, that is proof that you are trying. You care. You know you are capable of better. Keep failing because in failing, we learn to be the mamas that these little people need us to be. Now, that post was a little over a year ago and I was going through some late onset postpartum depression. It was a really difficult time for me and I just felt like a failure all the time. And if you are feeling like a failure as a mom, you are not alone. I feel like a failure every single day. But the one thing that has kept me afloat is knowing that I'm only feeling like a failure because I'm trying. So keep that in mind as you feel like a failure too. You are trying. Wake up every day and keep trying. Keep doing your best. Now the second post I made about a year ago, and it's called Spiritual Binge. And I'll tie the two together after I read this. I've been spiritually fed this morning, but as of late, I feel like it's not enough to sustain me throughout the day. By the afternoon, I get a little anxious about where the day is headed if I haven't been productive. If I turn on a podcast and get my mind back on the positive, I can breathe a little easier. This morning, I was finishing up third Nephi for the umpteenth time over the last week, and I was directed again to the beatitude, blessed are they that hunger and thirst after righteousness. I have been gorging myself on the scriptures and words of the prophets and apostles, inspired church leaders and church magazines every morning, but then not taking time to really implement throughout my day. Just like you can't eat all of your food for one day at one time, I need to recommit to still feasting in the morning and then also being mindful and following through when I need sustenance during the day. I read a talk by Sherry Dew this morning from the October 1998 General Conference. She talked about being spiritually receptive and learning the language of the Spirit. Here are some of my favorite excerpts. It's not living the gospel that's hard. It's life that's hard. No wonder that one of the adversary's favorite tactics among righteous LDS women is busyness, getting us so preoccupied with the flurry of daily life that we fail to immerse ourselves in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Sisters, we can't afford not to seek the things of the Spirit. There is too much at stake. Too many people are depending on us as mothers, as sisters, leaders, and friends. A woman led by the Lord knows where to turn for answers and for peace. She can make difficult decisions and face problems with confidence because she takes her counsel from the Spirit and from her leaders who are also guided by the Spirit. Our responsibility, therefore, is to learn to hear the voice of the Lord. All I can do is heed her counsel, seek the guidance of the Holy Ghost, and try to listen so I can become a little more fluent in his language. It's not going to happen overnight. I may be able to feel and know his presence, but to be truly receptive will come over time. As her closing remarks stated, we must arise as the women we were prepared to be during the eons of premortal training. 
We don't have the luxury of living beneath ourselves or being casual about seeking the gifts of the Spirit. But we are up to the challenge. Tonight, may each of us resolve that nothing will stand between us and the Spirit of the Lord. May we recommit to stretch ourselves spiritually and to work a little harder at seeking the inspiration of heaven to guide our lives. It is the Holy Ghost who leads us to the Lord, who binds us to him, and who irrevocably seals our testimony of him. Now, maybe you don't see much of a connection between those posts, or maybe you're like me and you see the connection right away. As I said before, the first post was right as I started my dive into that postpartum depression, and it wasn't even that bad, but I feel like the second post is kind of me trying to pull myself out of it. As I think about how I was feeling back then, and as I listen to myself reading that post, I can feel the anxiety in trying to do it all. And then I can see the strength that I am gaining as I am trying to let go of it all outside of me and to fulfill inside of me. So many times in mom life, I feel like we go into that failure mode if we aren't perfect. And, you know, we have high expectations for ourselves. I encourage you to put your blinders on. Do you take care of whatever it is that will make you feel the most fulfilled? And for me at that point in my life, it was being spiritually fed. I know I was also listening to podcasts and and reading personal development books, but it was that spiritual enrichment that was really making a difference in my life. For you, it might be going out with friends. It might be making that kind of connection. It might be taking a few minutes and eating a piece of chocolate in your closet. (laughs) But in all seriousness... When you are really focused on growing and changing and not necessarily being perfect, but making progress in your journey as a mom, you're going to have those feel like a failure moments and you do need to keep trying, but I also encourage you to give yourself grace. I recently started listening to the book, Grace, Not Perfection. And if you have not yet read that book or listened to it, I highly encourage you do so. I will link to the book in my show notes. It's all about trying your best and doing your best and giving your all and all the things that, you know, you you hear to be motivated or inspired. And it's also about knowing that you can't be perfect And giving yourself the grace that you need to live life happy without being perfect and live life happy while still trying. So that book is a great read. Um, Thanks again for listening, guys. And again, I'm going to give you a little plug for journaling. If you don't journal, do it. And look back on it regularly to see how far you've come, to see the blessings that have come into your life that 
maybe weren't there before or you didn't notice and see the prayers that have been answered. I know that in my own life, it's amazing to look back and see those things. All right, guys, thanks again for listening. I hope this has been beneficial to somebody and that you've been able to connect with at least one of those posts. If you wouldn't mind doing me a favor, going over to iTunes and subscribing and rating this podcast really helps with boosting it into other people's views and getting new viewers. I would appreciate it if you would do that for me. Again, if you want more content like this, you can head over to my website, premeditatedmother.com. Over there, I have healthy recipes, meal guides, nutrition plans, workouts, all kinds of good stuff to help keep your mama self going. Thanks again for listening, and I will see you next time. Bye.